Hi, sisters, and welcome back to Goth Sorority. We're your hosts, Kathleen and Eleanor, and welcome to Chapter Meeting 12, baby. 12. How's your week been going, Queen? It's been okay. Been kind of grinding this week at work, yeah. to be honest. Been kind of a girl boss. <laughs> All about that girl boss life, yeah, baby. The yeah. hustle never stops. Yeah. What about you? You know, it's been up and down, but today I had a really good day. You know, I think Love I just that. woke up and decided to be happy. Love You that. know, sometimes mental health is as easy as that. Yeah. Just be happy. Just be what happy. What do you have to be depressed <laughs> about? Okay. Be happy. I had therapy today, which was great. I said that really weird. Therapy. Therapy. Annunciation. Um, and speech then I, therapy. Speech <laughs> therapy. <laughs> for my mumbling. Yeah. Um, and then I just did girl boss shit. But personal girl boss shit. Yeah. Girl I'm a girl queen. boss for myself. <laughs> I'm a self-employed girl boss. Self-employed. Which means that I go to the grocery store and do laundry and clean my room. Love that. And it was great. And I feel great. I'm happy that you Thanks. feel great. Thank you so much. But one thing's for sure. We're doing better than some influencers in yeah. the influencer community. I mean, Which leads yeah. us to our blackballed segment. I know. It's been a while since we've had a blackballed segment. But this is a hot topic. Yes. They need to be stopped. They need to be stopped. <laughs> influencers are just – they've lost their goddamn minds. Yeah, they really have. I mean, they've never had a mind to begin with, but <laughs> still, uh, someone in particular that we have, you know, kind of followed over for a while years. now over the years, you know, she, it's like she makes entertaining content sometimes. Yeah. I've always found her personally a bit dull, but yeah. it's like, it's something to watch. We can't all you be, know? you know, funny and talented and yeah. like we are, you yeah. know, you know, that's she, not for the everyday person. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's a, it's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Rohini Elise, not to Oof. name drop, but no, we're name girl. dropping. She needs to be stopped. She, gosh, there's so much to talk about with this girl. Okay? Yeah. So originally, when I started following her, she was living in New York. She had dropped out of FIT, which we love. Mm-hmm. Um, she had her little military Coast Guard boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And then they got married. They eloped and then had a real wedding, which is something I hate generally because – Like a big wedding a year later. Like don't elope if you're planning to have a wedding. Just wait. And it's not like it was pandemic times. Like I can understand during the pandemic if you want to get married and you're like, well, we have to postpone the celebration. No, this was like two years ago. Yeah. So – And then they moved to Seattle where they had their real wedding. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, because the first one didn't take. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they had to get married twice to prove how much they love each other. Yeah. Um. And he's like totally like a business bro type. He's like hustle, hustling yeah. type. Goes to business conferences, like quotation business conferences, yeah. where it's like maybe a pyramid scheme. <sighs> like we don't really know. And I think some of his tendencies have rubbed off on Rohini because she's all about. Starting a business Mm -hmm. and then ending it like two months later. Okay. They're called passion projects. Okay. She had a like 
what, like a plates and cutlery I didn't even know that. Business, cherry rentals. Oh, yeah. She yeah. rented them. What is that? I don't know. Like <laughs> for weddings and stuff? Because she was like, when I was looking for rental services for my wedding, I just couldn't find any good options. And so I started this business, Cherry Rentals, which was probably around for like a year. Yeah. They thrifted all their shit, their inventory, mm-hmm. if you will, and mm-hmm. then sold it back to her fans like a year later. Yep. So we have that. And then she's had some scandals. Yeah. She's very much apolitical, Uh uh, but in a way that's like very aggressively apolitical. She's like, well, both sides are like horrible, you know, good or good people on both sides, essentially. Like we need to just listen to the other side, you know, like during the Black Lives Matter, which is uh, just Trump supporter vibes. Like you don't say that unless you're like, low-key a Trump supporter. Yeah, no. <laughs> and, yeah, so it was, like, in June at the height mm-hmm. of the Black Lives Matter, not, like, a movement, like, obviously it's still a thing, but, you yeah. know, in June when it was, like, this big moment in our country, she didn't say anything, which upset yeah. a lot of her followers. And so and- she got called out and then posted, like, some I remember, like, she tried to turn it around. She was like, I'm listening. I'm learning. Posted a bunch of books that she was reading, places it to was donate like, to. Whatever that book is by Robin. Robin Carr. It's like, Not, no, I don't That's even... literally a romance novel. <laughs> novel no, it's like Jesus. White Fragility. White oh, Fragility. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Posted that shit. And then she's like, well, that's enough. That's enough of that. Okay, no more politics in my no more nice, in my aesthetically safe pleasing safe space. Uh, but then it's like she kind of turned, yeah, and she she very much likes to play the victim card. Uh-huh. You know, she was like, "Why are you attacking me?" All I said was like, "We need to be nice to everyone." Like, you guys are being so vicious and so mean. And these are like people who had followed her for a long time, who were who genuinely yeah. like wanted her to. You know, they were, like, disappointed in her, yeah. and they wanted her to be better, and she instead, like, attacked them, essentially. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, that happened. Yeah. Wasn't great, but a lot of people still stuck around. But now, but this now. week, she's royally chuffed it because uh-huh. she decided for her 23rd birthday. Yes. For her 23rd birthday, she had to go to Mexico, okay? She had to go. She simply had to. It was for her mental health (laughs) to go to Mexico with her husband and, like, six of their friends Mm -hmm. uh, to stay at a resort where they would be waited upon, okay? Uh, She needed to do this. It doesn't matter that there's a pandemic. It doesn't matter that – the pandemic has just been really hard for influencers in particular. You know, like it's They've just been so difficult. Suffering. They've been suffering. Like they have to work from home and do their little influencer gig from home. And that just they makes They can't go to the wing. Yeah, I know. That just must be so hard. Okay. Yeah. So she had to go. She had to go, guys. She posted, I think she was already there when she posted all her shit about like we made the personal choice to go to Mexico. We got tested. Okay, we are negative. We're taking all the necessary precautions. They love to say that. All the necessary precautions. I'm like, no, babe. The necessary precaution is not traveling. Is staying home. The only reason you should be traveling is like if you have family that you need yeah. to see because they are like sick or they're dying or yeah. there's been, you know – 
a horrible accident or something like those are the yeah. reasons that you can travel or if you're a real job that you are an employee for, yeah or like forces you to travel or if you've already had covid i guess no even then even then like, you shouldn't but like yeah you you just you shouldn't travel unless it's absolutely necessary we know we don't have to tell you guys this sisters yeah you know this but you're educated queen okay? the influencers seem to think that the rules do not apply mm -hmm. to them. They're like, well, this is my job. I have to do this, even though I it's have not to be true. creating content. Okay. I have to put out content of me in Mexico. My livelihood depends upon it. And it wasn't, it's like, why post about it? No. She, she like, knew what she was doing. You as know? soon as she got there, she posted like a pic where she was like lounging topless on like something, some she was like, I'm as happy as I am naked. It's One like, gross. <laughs> Two, it's just like smug. It's so smug. Fucked up. And then, okay, so obviously as soon as she posted that, people were coming for her throat, okay? Yeah. Like the comments on this post were so enjoyable to read. Very enjoyable, yes. And they were very mean, and that's why they were enjoyable, yeah. okay? Just people like, need to be called out. Yeah, and she needed to be called out, but she ignored it for days at days. least like two or three days yeah continued posting pictures on the grid okay and then on the stories was basically just like gloating about this vacation how wonderful it was how they had the beach all to themselves yeah they said that they had a beach all to themselves <laughs> it's like yeah because nobody else is going no but that's not even true someone she was with posted a story really yeah people are detectives okay, <laughs> okay. and her friend posted a story and they were on a crowded beach without masks like being waited upon by like some resort employee employee like minimum wage employee <laughs> Yeah. Who then has to go home and potentially spread the virus. Yeah, and it's like, it's horrible families. in Mexico. Like, it's horrible here. Like, yeah. And she was like, Mexico is open for travel, <laughs> okay? It's okay. Like, no, babe. It's really not okay. No. Just because the country wants your tourism dollars doesn't mean that it's the right thing to do. God, no. All right. And I know in her head, she's also justifying it, being like, well, I'm giving these people a job. Literally. I'm giving these resort workers a job. Like, what would they be doing if I weren't here? Yeah. You know like that she's against, like, raising the minimum wage, yes. too. Yeah. She's like, well, if you're a boss babe like me. If you just are self-employed <laughs> and you post pictures of yourself naked in Mexico then maybe you can enjoy things like I do. <laughs> but for now, get back to work, okay? Yeah. Keep hustling. And then when the hate finally got so big that she couldn't ignore it, I guess, yeah. she posted some shit like, imagine what you could be doing with your life if you weren't so intent on spreading your hatred. So hateful. I'm like, imagine carrying all that hate around. I honestly feel sorry for you. She said that. She said that, yeah. She and was, again, a lot of these comments weren't necessarily vicious. They were people saying like, this is really disappointing to see. Like, I my grandma died and I couldn't go to yeah. her funeral. Like, my I haven't seen my family in a year. Like, it's yeah. people who genuinely liked her, liked her content, saying like, I can't. You need stand to be better this. than this. Yeah. And yeah, like I can't keep defending you. I can't stand by this. Like, this is the last straw. And instead of her being like, wow, wow like maybe I should try to like keep my viewers and like keep people who seem to care about like me and my content maybe i should i don't know like maintain a relationship <laughs> with these people and instead she's like 
I feel sorry for you for carrying all that hate around in your heart. Yeah. It's like calling you out isn't hate, babe. No, babe. <laughs> it's no. not hate. Um, yeah. yeah. And then I guess – I mean people were like tagging some of the companies that sponsored her. Like she's a sav- savage ex-Fenty ambassador or whatever. Yeah. She's also like a Glossier affiliate. So people were tagging them and she was like, imagine caring so much that you would try to take away my livelihood. Yeah. And then the next day posted like an even worse one where she was like, I can't talk about this much because of legal reasons. But some of you went way too far. And like I'm sure there were probably like a handful of people who were like going to her friends' pages and like fucking with them too, which like maybe you shouldn't do because they're not influencers. Yeah. Or like people like going for her husband's company or whatever but like you can't take like a handful of people who like really went in (laughs) and like disregard the criticism you're getting as a whole like that's not an excuse to like no be like well all of you people are so hateful and wrong for doing this and i mean what it comes down to is really that like she is a narcissist which i think a lot of people are, period, but especially a lot of influencers to where she genuinely thinks she is the victim of this situation. Yeah. She thought she was the victim of the Black Lives Matter movement. Yes. Um, because she was getting hate about not talking. Not even hate. Not even hate. It's even like it's, it's constructive criticism. Yes. That's what a narcissist does is they take constructive criticism and they turn it into hate and then they like go for your throat. Yes. So... Yeah, but people people are fighting back, um, <laughs> taking her down. I think she'll probably stay at around the same amount of, like, subscribers yeah. on YouTube, which is about, like, 115,000, yeah. which is a lot of people mm-hmm. to be, like, fuck telling you. them. Yeah, to be, like, <laughs> fuck you, one, and two, like, you know, like, younger, more impressionable, pe- impressionable people being, like, it's okay for me to travel right now. Yeah. Like, I, it's for my mental it's health. It's for my mental health. Okay. And I'm going to influence you with my bikini posts in Mexico. Yeah. And make you feel really jealous because you can't leave your house. Yeah. It's just – it's messed up all around. It really is. It's like people are worried about their the health of themselves and their family members. And it's like you don't know who you're brushing up against yeah. when you have to go to the grocery store, when you have to do other things. Like – you're just endangering everyone and it's yeah. not okay. It's, it's fucked up. Babes. It doesn't matter if you got tested and you were negative. Like you can test positive like an hour later, yeah. I think. Yeah. So, but I'm going to take this moment to give a shout out to my grandma who got vaccinated Yay. today. We love a vaccination love that. queen who has been very responsible and not taken any trips to Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> slash left her house at all in yeah. the past few months. Yeah. So love that for her. But, you know, Rohini is not the only influencer no. to have really made some people mad during this pandemic. Yeah, we had – which I didn't know about this until I started to look a little bit more into the situation this week, but – Charlie D'Amelio mm-hmm. and her whole crew and her I whole guess. crew, you know, Lil Huddy. I don't know any her of their other names. Dixie. Her sister Dixie. It was like a big crew. They all went to the Bahamas for New Year's, which they were smart enough to not post about yeah. it. Um, still fucked up, obviously, yeah. but it's like the very the least very you least can do is not post it. 
but of course they're like famous enough quote mm-hmm. famous like they are um to where people want to take pictures with them so cat is out of the bag yeah. there and yeah it's like who knows how many others are taking vacations and, we just, and just aren't know. posting about it which like good for them i yeah, guess good for having like common sense <laughs> It's just like, but also like if you're not posting it, you know, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. 100%. It's like when, uh, I mean, it's not comparable, but this just popped into my mind right now. It's when you're having a, a birthday party and only a couple of the girls are allowed to sleep over yeah. and you feel yeah. really yeah. bad about it. You feel kind of <laughs> dirty because you're like, I know that, you know, they would be hurt if they knew. If they knew, if they knew. And it's like, you got to keep that secret. Mm. Um, I'm sure it was completely obvious uh, looking back. I'm like, did that happen to me? I'm sure it did where I know I was on the end end where I was at the sleepover that people weren't invited to. Yeah. I know. I mean, me too. (laughs) I wasn't a loser. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, not similar, but, but kind same of similar vibe. vibe. <laughs> same vibe, where it's like, you know that it's kind of wrong. <laughs> yeah. But you're going to do it anyways. Yeah. And then we had a bunch of UK influencers who went to D- Dubai. Oh, I didn't even. Oh, yeah, we discussed that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, briefly. It's just like, maybe don't. Maybe. Just don't. <laughs> like, just hang out at your house. And like, post whatever literally it doesn't matter what you post no. when you have a following like that like you can do anything you can post like- your ads from anywhere you can post your shitty product ads from your home from your backyard yeah. from your basement whatever <laughs> and i bet a lot of like bachelor people are traveling too oh yeah you just know they are yeah they're the type <laughs> they're the type so yeah that's blackballed on influencers Influencers are canceled, man. Canceled. We hate them. And it just, it is a part of the larger unraveling mm-hmm. of like the celebrity psyche that we have seen occur over the past year. They can't handle it. They can't no. handle not having that attention. Yeah. And it's just completely broken, some of them. Mm-hmm. Completely. But like, not in a way where they realize that, like, they're wrong. No. It, like, no, no, no. It's not them. like it humbles them. No. God, no. It does the opposite of that, where they're, like, so emboldened by their following that, like, these completely average people. That's what it is. They are so average. Have convinced themselves that they're somehow, like, better. Yeah. <laughs> that TikTok audio where it's, like, I think of myself yep. as but uh, uh, <laughs> above the average above person. Above the average person. <laughs> Yeah, that's the vibe. So unforgivable. The only celebrity that I want to see doing anything is Ben Affleck going to his front gate and getting his morning donkeys and his Amazon packages. That's it. And throwing out his anadarmus cardboard cutout. Okay. (laughs) What? Yes. I did not. There is a picture. I think it's Casey Affleck, his brother, taking a like. (laughs) life-size cardboard cutout of Anna de Armas, like laying down. It's like a sexy cardboard Ooh. cutout, throwing it into the garbage. That's I will beautiful. find it. It will be in the yes. episode images. Um, But yeah, Ben, I want to see all of it. All of it. I want to see you getting your donkeys every day, Ben. Everyone else? Fuck no. off. <laughs> Fuck off. 
fuck off, okay? <laughs> yeah, so influencers canceled, celebrities canceled. And that's on that, baby. Until we become influencers and celebrities and then And then we're we the can best. do whatever we want, <laughs> okay? Because we are above the average person. Okay. Um people are taking back the power. Yeah. From the 1% lately in many ways. From influencers. To the stonk market. <laughs> All right. This is a stonks podcast now. Yeah. So this is money corner, stonks corner. Um, I'm going to try to discuss this. Mm. My smooth brain is going to try to remember what I was just told <laughs> by my father. Uh, he took the time to explain it to us. I don't know how yeah. much of it stuck. Who knows? We'll see how this goes. <laughs> All I know is that Reddit bros have mm -hmm. basically bankrupted a hedge fund. And that's beautiful. Using GameStop Stonks. stock. And I think that that's beautiful. <laughs> Essentially. That is the short story. That's okay. a short story. Uh, GameStop stock was at $5 mm -hmm. a couple days ago, a week ago. I don't really know. And then today, it hit a high of $380 per share. Uh, I think it's currently at around $347 a share. Which is nuts, because what the fuck does GameStop even yeah, do? Yeah, <laughs> it's like GameStop hasn't changed. GameStop is just sitting there like, like well, shit. She's the belle of the ball right now. She's the season's diamond. Okay. Yeah. So essentially, a hedge fund... Melvin Capital, mm -hmm. horrible name. Uh, bought? No, they they decided to <laughs> drive the price of GameStop stocks down so yeah. they could buy it back later at a cheaper price. Yeah, presumably. Presumably, they assumed that five dollars a share was the highest that GameStop was going to get. So they sold a bunch of stock that they did not have mm. that they are now obligated to buy back. To buy back. And so people no matter on the Reddit price, were like, fuck that. They're not gonna drive gonna the disrespect price of this shit GameStop down. and the people like this. So everybody started buying because usually when a hedge fund decides to sell a bunch of stock like that, everybody else follows suit and mm -hmm. also sells their stock. Yeah. But the Reddit bros were like, not today, baby. Not today. We're buying. Mm -hmm. We're buying. We're fucking up your little plan to make some money, okay, Melvin? Melvin. And so now, look what they've done. It's beautiful, really. It's so now this hedge beautiful. fund is obligated to buy back this GameStop stock at $380 mm -hmm. a share. When they were only expecting to pay $5 less. or less. They were expecting less. They were expecting it to drop to next to nothing. And it has bankrupted them, I mm -hmm. believe. So so we love to That's see beautiful. that. That's beautiful. That's a good uh, good news corner, yeah, if you will. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the rich get what they deserve. Yeah. The rich deserve nothing. And the people of Reddit deserve everything. I literally told my brother to get on Reddit the other day because he was like talking about he posted some probably problematic shit on Facebook. And yeah. I was like, listen, bro, you there's a place for you. There's a place for you. You can post whatever you want on Reddit and remain anonymous. Yeah. But if you post on Facebook, that shit's going to follow you. It's true. 
So that's on me. Reddit being, is really like you know masks off. It's the wild wild west. No whoever, <laughs> Yeah, I guess masks on. Uh, but yeah, you can be whoever you want to be. Should we get on Reddit? <laughs> Bitch, I have a Reddit, <laughs> but I don't go on it often. Okay, I'm gonna start I don't. Being a Reddit bro, I do get notifications frequently, <laughs> even though I never go on the app. Essentially, if any of our listeners are avid Reddit users, let us know. Let what's, us know. What's by no means am I like shaming you? Like I don't go on it because I don't no. think to go on it. I'm sure I could get sucked in there pretty good. Yeah, if I tried yeah so it's like twitter but darker i think that's beautiful yeah twitter but darker love it okay moving on into content corner uh what have you been watching lately absolutely fucking nothing i wish i could say it was different i know last week i admitted okay it was a confession Mm -hmm. that i had been watching the marvel movies and they've lost their luster a bit for me. You know, there's only so many superhero movies you can watch before you're like, I'm yeah. a little bored. I'm a little over it. Yeah. Um, but I did watch Inside Out last night, which is a- I've never seen it. Bitch, it's such a great comfort movie. Yeah. And like, every time I watch it, I'm just amazed at like <laughs> how much that shit do be making me think. Like, wow. it really hits. No, you should definitely watch it. I need watch to watch it. it. What's it on? Disney Plus? Yeah. Great comfort movie. Really makes you think about the workings of the mind. Okay, I did fucked up, (laughs) fucked up mind. Um, I did follow my viewing of Inside Out by reading a bunch of articles by psychologists about the movie. So love that. Balanced my my uh, brain dead content with some learning. You're feeding your brain that nourishing content. (laughs) That's what I've been doing. Love that. I would love to hear what you've been watching slash reading because I'm sure it's um, more It's been kind of a lot. It's been kind of a lot. I've been in kind of a kind of a creepy, spooky mood. Do tell not me. Not that I am not always, but <laughs> you know, I've been listening to a lot of murder pods yeah, while normal, working. Normal. Um, which I do need to stop doing because I have been getting very paranoid. I did make my dad come home from work the other day <laughs> because something triggered our Alexa at home. And I, like, thought I was going to die. I thought someone <laughs> had come to murder me at last. Uh, and he got there, and he was very annoyed. <laughs> so I should probably start listening probably to something a little lighter, lighter. A little, you know. Oh, we forgot to mention. Yeah. Um, With Rohini. Mm-hmm. Everybody has been blackballing her podcast oh, yeah. leaving one star reviews so if any of our viewers feel yeah. so inclined to participate in the cancellation yeah of a deserving influencer she deserves it go yes. uh rate act acting my age podcast okay our competition yeah leave her one star <laughs> and then while you're at it go ahead drop us five stars <laughs> below you don't even have to write anything okay just drop, just a, five drop star. a five star okay, okay. we need it there is a giveaway if you do. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Rohini did that. That is why she there are so many good that. reviews. Um. Anyways, back to murder podcast. Yes, yes. Back to murder, Kathleen. <laughs> um. Yeah, been been listening to them. I've been listening to one where it's like they are just recapping like murder documentaries that they've Ooh. watched. So it's like you know, like even like it's meta, baby. It's meta, <laughs> is what it is. Um, and then I started reading a kind of creepy book that Ooh. I'm enjoying. It's called Death in Her Hands. 
And it starts with, I wrote down the first sentence here. Okay. Starts with, her name was Magda. Nobody will ever know who killed her. It wasn't me. Here's her dead body. (gasps) Our main character is walking in the woods and finds this note like pinned down to the ground with little rocks, but there's no body. So it's like, you know, it's Where's very, it's kind of a psychological thriller because it's like, are they Ooh. fucking with me? Was there a body? Who would write this? Are they like waiting for me? You know, it's it's a lot. That sounds delicious. It's delicious <laughs> is what it is. Um, I wish I could read more than two or three pages at a time before yeah. falling asleep or watching TikTok on my phone. But, but thus far, it's pretty that's good. That's how it rolls, baby. But... <laughs> The main content. The has main been. content. The meat of this <laughs> of my week has been Vampire Diaries. I started wow. it. I finally started That's beautiful. it. Um, it's not good, <laughs> but it's something. You know, something to really sink your teeth yeah, into. Yeah, something to sink my <laughs> teeth into, if you will. And it's really got me thinking. I mean, this is one of the most hectic shows I've ever watched really? in my life. More than One Tree Hill. It's it's on par with okay, One Tree okay, Hill, okay. but it's vampires. So yeah. it's like, and that's the thing about like these network TV, these like teen yes. TV shows for network TV, especially when they're adapted from a YA novel. It's like just keeps coming at you. Like mm-hmm. it is so hectic. There's about three new villains every episode. <laughs> like. I could not tell you all the plot lines that have occurred. I already feel like I need like a chart or something. How much have you watched? I'm like on episode 16 of season mm-hmm. one. And there's like 22 episodes a season, of course. Okay, and there's yeah. eight seasons. Oh my so God. Big commitment. we got a ways <laughs> to go. But yeah, you know, it's very much, it has Twilight vibes. Yeah. Uh, Stefan. The main guy mm-hmm. very much has played Edward by vibes. that's not Ian Summer. No. Summer Halder. Paul was Paul Wesley. Oh, yeah. I don't know who that is. Yeah, well, I know all well, maybe names now because I follow them on Instagram now, okay? And I know that they're all friends with each other in real life. And that okay. is very pleasing to me. <laughs> and then it's like, it's okay. So I've been thinking a lot, you know. I kind of was It's gotten the gears turned. I was writing a bit of a manifesto <laughs> last night when I couldn't sleep, thinking about like what are the main components of a vampire Mm -hmm. drama okay we always have the love triangle yes in this case it's two brothers and the main girl i I haven't gotten to that yet but you know it's coming Uh you know it's coming okay okay uh you have the good vampire like the redeemed vampire um the one who like is bad from the beginning of the show because you know the redeemed one it's like they've been living off of animal blood Mm -hmm. you know this is like this is buffy this is twilight this is vamp diaries um because they made that choice yeah a hundred years ago beautiful but then there's the bad vampire twilight doesn't have this buffy and vamp diaries has this where it's a well you meet vampire villains in twilight but you don't yeah no but none of them become like a main beloved character like my favorite character in buffy was like a bad vampire. She it was loves Buffy's a bad nemesis. Um, and but uh, in Vampire Diaries, this guy is like bad, bad to the bone. He's bad, bad to the bone. To the like teeth. he is horrible. So I'm very curious to see how he will be redeemed. 
Or if. Or if. I mean, I know that he is, but <laughs> yeah, Ian Summerholter is bad. is the bad vamp. <gasps> yes. Mm. Um, not to my taste per se. I think <laughs> no, he's like the he's... cheesiest looking person I've ever seen in my life. Um, yeah, disgusting. He does not do it for me. <laughs> But I learned yesterday watching, my little brother pointed out to me that the audio, the I know you're obsessed with me, <laughs> is from Vampire Diaries. And it's Ian. And it's Ian who says it. That is beautiful. He's also married to Nikki Reed, who mm-hmm. plays Rosalie yeah. in Twilight, which is, I mean, I love Epic that. crossover. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of similarities. Obviously, they both came from... But I mean, yeah. Twilight's not a YA, but it kind of is. No, it is. It like, is. It is. <laughs> it's okay. YA. It was made for YA and found its way, found yeah. itself in the hands of middle-aged women everywhere. Yeah. Um, and then it, um, what am I trying to say? And then it was developed into a show or a movie mm-hmm. in 2008, 2009. You know, it's around the same time Twilight was first, technically. Beautiful. Uh, they both a have pioneer. those amazing, like, emo soundtracks. But other than that, I was thinking about it, and it's like, they don't do much, like, aesthetically, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, Twilight has a look to it. Yeah, but I mean, it- the first one with that blue tint. yeah. But the characters themselves. Yeah. It's you know, not it's like, like they're all just dressed in like 2008 clothes. Yeah. You know, there's not a lot of flavor there. Yeah. yeah. Um, Buffy, on the oh, other oh, hand. Buffy really hit it. Buffy that. really is like, it has a look. Uh huh. And so when I think of vampire, I think of Buffy. I think of leather. Yeah. Wow, there's no leather in Twilight. That's true. There's no leather in Vamp Diaries, really. That's upsetting. Yeah, but Buffy isn't the vampire. No, that's what. Okay, I literally was like going off last night <laughs> talking to myself about this <laughs> manifesto. Yes, I'm a Buffy stan. Yes, like I could write a novel about this. So with Twilight and Vamp Diaries, right? The uh-huh. main girl, she's like kind of meek. She's kind of pathetic. Yeah, yeah. you know, For Bella's sure. definitely pathetic. Mm-hmm. Elena's pathetic, and it's like. They're just kind of there. Yeah. Like, they, they don't really do a lot. No. And then and you have, somehow are incredibly interesting to... Yeah, the vamps love them. Because they're not like other teenagers. They're not like other teenage girls, They okay? read books. Okay. Okay, there's a reason that 150-year-old vampires fall in love with them. <laughs> um, not in their 150 years have they met someone like Bella Swan, okay? But then... 108, actually. 108, sorry. But then Buffy... Yeah. Buffy is she's the quintessential teen girl. She is. It's like she is the hero. Mm -hmm. She's the strongest one. She's stronger than everyone else, stronger than her vampire boyfriends. Beautiful. It's like it's feminism in it. (laughs) It's feminism in it. I mean And she looks like a hot ass babe while doing it. Amazing. She looks amazing. Like, look at her compared to Bella Swan. I'm sorry. No contest. Yeah. Do you think Edward Cullen would have fallen in love with Buffy? No, I don't think so. I think Edward. He needed a little, a little meek. Yeah, I hate to say it, but the flavor's not there. Buffy needed someone like Spike. Okay, Mm, debatable. (laughs) But yeah, and it's like everything about Buffy is so intentional. I feel like, like, think about the storylines. It's like 
Vampire Diaries, it's like, let's just throw everything to the wall and see what sticks. Like, let's just go fucking crazy. <laughs> and I mean, Twilight, there's just not that much material to work no. with, you know? So it's like It's very, more about the romance than it is about the... Yeah. The, I don't know. Yeah. Conflict. Yeah, and that's the other thing with Vampire Diaries. I'm like, I'm not that invested in this romance, mm. you know? It's like... It's there, but there's so much else happening yeah. to where it's kind of like, I mean, I just don't have the energy to focus yeah. on all of this, really. Pick a struggle. Pick a struggle, <laughs> Vampire Diaries. I will say the main guy, Stefan, has mm-hmm. kind of grown on me. Mm-hmm. Looking at just like the promo pictures for this for years, I was like, am I Ooh. supposed to be attracted <laughs> to either of these men? Like, I'll pass. <laughs> But desperate times call for desperate measures. And now I'm enjoying myself and he's grown on me a bit. That's beautiful. Probably because he has such Edward vibes. Yeah. But yeah, so that's that's my manifesto, okay? Buffy. Buffy good feminist. Vampire shows of the 2000s owe everything to Buffy. That's true. You know? It's like the... And they'll never do it better. They'll never do it better. But even just like the details, like the... I mean, staking in the heart is like goes back to like folklore, I guess. Like yeah. the vampires can't enter unless you invite them in, and like there's just there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, Joss Whedon's mind, Joss Whedon's mind, king. He done did it. He done yeah. did it. But then it got me thinking about vampires in general. You know, mm. and it's like, why do we love vampires so much? What is the fascination? It's like they're just kind of sexy. They are sexy. Yeah. I mean, the biting on the neck, you know, yeah. that's hot. Yeah. So then I went down a bit of a rabbit hole of vampire history. She went on Bella Swan Google. I went on Reddit. Shit. I went on <laughs> vampire Reddit. Okay. Um, which I think vampire type creatures have mm-hmm. existed like in every culture for like thousands of years. Yeah. But what we think of with vampires is like Transylvania. Yes. Which like Bram Stoker's yeah, Dracula. Yeah. Right? So that has its origins. Yes, Queen. Give me a lesson. I'm like, I'm going to give a little history lesson here. <laughs> okay. Right. Do it, okay. Queen. Yeah. So what we think about is like, you know, s- Central European, I don't know, like mm-hmm. Romania, Bulgaria, Hungary, whatever, this like folklore mm-hmm. of vampires. Um, which the like hysteria around it really hit a peak in like the 18th century. Mm, I don't know how long these like myths had been around beforehand. Um, but this was the time when people started like digging bodies up and staking them Oof. and wrapping themselves in garlic. Uh, and this lasted for like a hundred years, like oh hardcore. But then Bram Stoker wrote Dracula mm-hmm. kind of like based on these stories yeah. of Central Europe. Um, he was Irish, I think. I have no I read the book and still don't. Know. I haven't <laughs> read the book actually because I'm fake. Um, but he also drew inspiration from a real life historical figure who is she's very interesting. I have some notes about All her right. here. Tell us. Okay. It's time to learn something, you guys. This is our education. Buckle up. Buckle up. Elizabeth Bathory was a Hungarian noblewoman and serial killer. She lived from 1560 1560 to 1614. She's known as the most prolific 
female serial killer of all time. Possibly the most prolific, period. Period. (laughs) She would have... So she was from a very wealthy family. Uh She lived in a castle. So families from, like, the surrounding villages that her family, like, ruled over, kind of, would send their young girls to her, to her castle, to learn etiquette, kind of. Okay. Uh, like etiquette school, and um, then she like Sharon Osbourne's. What was that show? You wait, know what I'm talking no, about. No, I don't. She had a show that was all about etiquette. No, yes, really? she did. Yes, like an MTV. Hold on, I'm sorry. Uh, I know this is a side note. Let me look it up. No, this is important. Quick. This Sharon is the. This Osborne. is vibes. This is on etiquette. I have no clue how to spell etiquette. Uh, VH1. Charm School was the name of the Ooh. show. Yes. Sorry. Back to I our- bet I could find some episodes of that on YouTube. I bet you could, Queen. And it was mwah, chef's kiss. Love trashy that. reality TV. But back to our noble woman. Back to Elizabeth. So she would apparently torture these young women. Like all kinds of horrible stuff. Like burning them cutting them freezing them starving them etc like Uh she was sadistic Mm -hmm. um and the number that she killed cited at her trial was 650 young women my god which i'm sure that's an exaggeration yeah she was like but there were hundreds of witnesses there were like many servants who testified against her saying like she did this, and there was physical evidence of like wow, mass graves. And you so, know. what would the parents do when these girls didn't come back? I don't know. I think like she was only killing, not like only, but it was a span <laughs> of like a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how long they thought that their daughters were, were. going to be there for, okay. but eventually it was like, oh, okay, every young woman in our <laughs> town and surrounding towns is, is missing. missing, and we don't know where they went. So then the people started stirring. The rumor mill. The rumor mill. Um, And she was, you know, kind of exposed Mm -hmm. and taken to trial. She was not executed because she was from a wealthy family. She was forced to live. She was the daughter of a hedge fund manager. She was the daughter of a hedge fund manager. (laughs) And the Reddit user villager said, not on our watch. Okay. Um. She was just, like, trapped in her castle for the rest of her life, which was only a couple of years. Yeah, Rapunzel vibes. (laughs) But the reason why she's, like, considered to be a inspiration for, like, Bram Mm -hmm. Stoker and Dracula was because some legends after her Uh death said that she would bathe in the blood of these young women that she killed to maintain her Her youth. youth. Yeah, Classic. Classic. Which, again... Probably not true, but you never know. Maybe it was. Okay, maybe it was. Maybe it was. I mean, Army Hammer's a cannibal. Anything anything is possible. (laughs) So that's something I learned about a 16th century Hungarian noblewoman serial killer slash Countess Dracula (laughs) vampire. Period. Period. (laughs) But yeah, it's just... I like vampires, yeah. which is ironic because my biggest fear in the one. entire world is blood. 
You know, it's like it's a forbidden. The forbidden fruit. Forbidden fruit, if you will. The twilight apple. Wow, but it really does all come together. It all comes together, man. <laughs> Life moves in circles, and that's crazy. <laughs> like, I am going to write a book about this, okay? Actually, you could. You know you could. A history of – I did buy a book last night off of Amazon. <laughs> um, A history of vampires. But I will do it, and I will do it better. Period. Period. Okay? <laughs> and it will include – Buffy and of course, Lord. of course, <laughs> Buffy. Nothing touches Buffy. Mm-hmm. Is that's the moral of the story? That's the moral of all. I really of this. need to go finish Buffy. Yeah, fake ass. <laughs> you do. That's like the most comforting show to me. Like when I'm just yeah. chilling, I just turn on Buffy. I should do that. Doesn't matter the episode next week if I don't come back and say I've been watching Buffy. You gotta you watch just it. Kill me. You got to watch it. <laughs> but yeah vampire diaries that's on vampires baby <laughs> vampire diaries is good i will keep watching it uh so we'll see we'll see where i am next week stay tuned stay tuned i'm sure we'll all want updates <laughs> yeah i mean i couldn't tell you like the like what has happened so far if my uh. life depended <laughs> on it okay all i know is that vampire loves girl mm-hmm. girl says i can't do this Mm-hmm. vampire says you need to stay away from me <laughs> and then that doesn't stick no and they have that conversation one to two times per episode it's beautiful and then eventually they're like they're like all right fuck. let's fuck <laughs> um which they can you know that's a bit of an issue in both twilight yeah. and buffy does not appear to be an issue in vampire wow. diaries they said uh, let them have sex let them have sex <laughs> let them have this let people enjoy things okay Edward, of course, you know, scared to crush Bella to death, (laughs) incel king. Um, Buffy, you know, it's a bit more complex. Yeah. Wow. Nothing compares to the pain of that episode of Buffy. I mean, the the anguish. The anguish. The sexual tension. (sighs) Man. Truly upsetting. That's the other thing about Buffy. It's like the vampires lose their souls. Yeah. Whereas the other two, they keep their souls, but they're just so bloodthirsty yeah. that it turns them into Well, you bad. know, according to Edward Cullen, he doesn't know if he has a soul. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Same. Same king. <laughs> Incel king. Um, yeah. So thank you if you stuck along for that ride. And if you stuck did it, along you're fake ass. Sense. Um, I like vampire. I like vampires. I like vampires. Um, and if you don't, then get the fuck out. You're missing out, baby. You're missing out. Okay. We just want the best for you. That's yeah. all. Watch Vampire Diaries. <laughs> no, start with Buffy. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. One last essential component mm-hmm. to the American vampire teen drama. Yes. is the confederate soldier turned vampire for some reason it's yeah. a thing jasper uh i don't even remember his name the the cheesy brother in vampire diaries he was a confederate soldier wow. um i don't know why these authors feel compelled <laughs> uh, to include that little detail but well you know in theory, the Confederacy was a vampire yeah. to the United States. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's all I'm saying. That's deep. So it really just comes full circle. Something that's always bothered me, okay? And mm-hmm. I probably need to reread Twilight. 
why is Jasper considered like a new vampire if he was a Confederate soldier? Wait, the f- no, because he was not living the yeah the um like off of the clean lifestyle. He wasn't sober. Okay? Yeah, but it still he wasn't sober. It, yet. it makes it seem like he was like recently turned. I yeah. always thought that in my mind. No, okay. What I think happened is he was a Confederate, right? Yeah, lived that life. And then went nomadic. Yeah. And then met Alice. Oh, he was the, like a deserter? Yeah. I think – I don't know. I don't okay. know the exact okay. timeline Same with here. Vampire Diaries. They're like, well, he left the Confederacy of his own. I don't know that he left. I think he probably <laughs> stayed to the he end. He stayed till the end. <laughs> but then, you know, lived his own life and then met Alice in the 50s, I think. Yeah. So – And then went to the Capitol on January 6th. <laughs> yeah. Jasper, but even then, it's like that's been fifty years. Yeah, I know. But that's make half it the time make sense. That well, yeah. And then I, okay, I don't fucking know. Stephanie Meyer has some explaining to do. Damon, that's the name of the cheesy brother in Vampire oh, okay. Diaries. Also, they're the Salvatore brothers, and they're like always talking about how <laughs> Italian they are, and I'm like, these men don't look Italian at all. I'm not buying it. Maybe hold the pizza and then we'll buy Yeah. <laughs> okay. The disrespect to Italian Americans. Okay. And with uh, that, we shall leave you until next week. Till next week. But make sure to tune in to The Bachelor Pod. Yeah. If you are so inclined, baby. Even if you don't watch Bachelor, you know, just hang out a just while longer. Listen to us. Listen to us. We're enjoyable <laughs> to listen to, right? We have things to say, okay? Okay. Okay. Bye, sisters. Bye.